Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. This message will self-destruct. What time is the danger? What time is the danger? It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's sports leader. 1080 The Fan. Red right, 24 double Red pull on Red right. What is happening? Good morning. How are we feeling? Feeling great. It's Football Friday. It is a Football Friday. We only got a couple of them left. It has dawned on me that we only have one month left of college football. And I got really sad. Yeah. Like, this is it. We got one more month. It's all over. We get through May, June, (laughs) July, hell, most of August. And we're like, oh, we just want football. It's all we want. And then football's gone. It just happens and it's gone. Yeah, it's amazing how much fa- I was thinking about this yesterday. The stretch between September and November, like how much quicker that feels like it goes as opposed to like January through March. Mm. I feel like it is a night and day difference. Hmm. Where January through March is more of like a slow crawl, Shawshank Redemption style to the rain. You're just like waiting for good weather to come. Yeah. Football ends slowly, and you're just, just get me out of this. Get me to April. Get me to May. This time of year, you don't even really want it to go fast, but it goes fast, and you look up, and now it's, we have, we have four games of Pac-12 football left, and then it's never going to exist again. Oh, five, because you got the Pac-12 title game. Touche. Five yeah. games of Pac-12 football left. And Oregon State, Washington, Pac-12 title game in <laughs> Vegas. And it's all gone, man. Yeah. We're never going to see it again. Yep. Thanks for not pushing back on that statement. <laughs> I won't say anything. You guys are good. <laughs> You're going to blow out Colorado this weekend. Uh, we'll see. Hey, take out the Huskies. We'll I'm all, I'm cool with that. I'll be rooting for you guys in a week. 
I uh, you got my full support next Saturday and it, this Saturday too. Don't let Dion. We play Stanford next Saturday. Oh, that's right. Two yeah. two Saturdays. Two from Saturdays. Now. Yeah. You have my full support. Thank uh, you. And don't let Dion off the mat. We got him pinned down right now. The Pac-12 has embarrassed him, and don't let him off the mat. Have they embarrassed him? I think so. It's been pretty bad. I don't think they blew a twenty-nine point lead to Stanford. That was a bad loss. They were up twenty-nine to nothing. I know. At the half, I know. They lost. That's a bad loss. That happened. I don't know. They embarrassed him. Their only Pac-12 win is Arizona State, a game that they probably should have lost. I think they trailed most of that game. They were close against UCLA. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. It was seven to six at halftime. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Valid argument. I. I'm just. You know. They were down big against USC. They won one game last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won four this year. It's a good turnaround. They might win five this year. But I'm still rooting against them, and I hope your team embarrasses them this weekend. I pulled Dion Audio last night as uh, I watched a little bit of the hockey, and then the hockey got bad. And so, you know what I did is uh, turned off the second screen. I had the Wimby experience. The Wim- the Slender Man experience? Oh, yeah. Did you watch Wimby? I was I was at, not watching at the time, but I had a buddy who lives in Phoenix who texted and said, uh, whatever you're doing right now, grab your phone yeah. and live bet yes. the Phoenix Suns. Oh, and no. so I said, okay. I grabbed my phone. Oh, I opened up DraftKings, was... and it was like plus 300. They were down by 20 in the second quarter. Oh, they were down 24 in the third quarter. They like, were getting smoked. Put a small unit on the Phoenix Suns to come back, and then that made me watch, not watch, but follow the rest of the game. Yeah. And they did they did not win that bet. Well, for a minute, he was right. It's a they him, right? tied it up. Yes. I'm assuming. Tommy's down there in Arizona. Oh, Tommy. Was, I know said, Tommy. Tommy's a stick. He's a stick, and he wanted to gamble on the Phoenix Suns last night, and I thought, okay, let's do this together. He ended up kind of being right, but the funny thing is, Phoenix tied it at one sixteen. The final score was one thirty two to one twenty one. Yeah, Wimby just happened? blew him the hell out. <laughs> he scored ten of the next twelve points, and you know it became the foul game. This is now a little terrifying. It's it's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it took him five games to figure it out. <laughs> he had thirty eight and ten last night, Dude, and and I know <laughs> he was a plus twenty one in thirty four minutes. I know most people don't care about this Spurs team. They we never care about the Spurs ever, even when they're no. really good. It's just like yeah, whatever. Here we go again. He's got a nice little supporting cast around him. Ooh, yep. like it, it kind of it makes me think. Had we just landed that one. <laughs> Stupid ball. little ping pong ball. That's yeah, definitely not going to haunt us for 20 years. We could have definitely Dame. won't be something we bring up all the time when Dude. we watch Wemby dominate the NBA because he's a freak. Dame, Jeremy Grant, Victor Winbenyama. Well, not Shaden only is Sharp. he a freak. Shaden Sharp. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. he's really basketball no, smart. No, he knows the game. He yeah. knows. He's I, a real one. It's scary. Yeah. It, there's, I, he has so many people will post highlights of his that are just like, like how, like how he like will tip a rebound to and like arm over the head of somebody else, tip it to somebody else, and they'll make it. He stole an alley oop from Jerry, uh, J- uh, Jeremy <laughs> Sohan, Sohan, in the first game of the season, <laughs> snatch it out of the air. Uh, Vassal lobbed it to him. <laughs> Sohan comes up, and Victor just comes from behind him and grabs the ball and dunks it. And Sohan's like, "What the hell?" I did chuckle when I saw the opening tip though in that game yesterday. The and quick tip. Nurkic definitely broke the rules, but oh, if yeah. you don't do that, there is no way to ever win a tip against that. I guy. don't think NBA refs can throw it high enough to get no. it to come back down. Before it's Nurkic, if you throw it too high, because he'll get it. Yeah. That's not fair. He basically grabbed it off of the hand of the official <laughs> do me just a, tapped it back to his teammates do me a favor here dirt uh-huh because i i don't know if you saw it and i don't know if you know about it did you see any of the preseason wimby stuff no i did not okay that's i didn't think you had <laughs> no 
Google right now uh-huh. Steph Curry, Victor Winbanyama jump ball. Oh, we had one of those. They played the Spurs, and Steph wanted to jump. He wanted to be the jump ball guy. <laughs> yeah. And if you watch the like right before they toss it, Steph's like anchoring his body. He's making all these movements. Like he thinks he's really gonna jump with Wimby. All right, I got it here. And the ball goes up, and it's like Steph's not remotely close to it at all. <laughs> is this all. the opening tip of the game? Yeah, they let him do the yeah, opening. He tip? wanted it. He asked Kerr if he could do the opening tip against Wimby. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, it's it was so good. All right, here we go. We're gonna Look at how serious. He's, he's taking it. He's laughing. He's, he's like, oh, I'm going to get this. <laughs> Victor just like, <laughs> I don't even think he jumps. I don't think he did. He just slowly stands up and then tips the ball back to his teammates. Oh, it's. um, Yeah, definitely not going to haunt us for 20 years. We're definitely not going to think about that on a pretty regular basis, that we were only one ping pong ball away from getting that guy. It was just crazy to watch. Like, there's these rebounds or putback dunks. He just gets them and everybody around him looks around like, what? What what are we supposed to do here? There's nothing you can yeah. do. Like Kevin Durant, nothing. He drove on KD. And by the way, you know that picture they used in the Giannis finals mm-hmm. of when he was drafted versus what he looked like and sure. how much different he was? Skinny Giannis and filled out Giannis. That's basically what it looks like when Kevin Durant is standing next to Victor Wimbanyama, which yeah. is terrifying. He drove on Kevin Durant. <laughs> he dribbled the ball as a 7'4", eight-and-a-half-foot wingspan dude. He dribbled the ball to the free throw line, pulled up for a jumper, and Kevin Durant, fully jumping and extending, could only hit his elbow. (laughs) That's a seven-foot. Like, Kevin Durant, prior to this, is one of the freakiest athletes of all time. Easily. To be his height, his athleticism, like the ability to shoot, to basically be a seven-footer doing that, that's something that has rarely ever been seen in the history of the NBA. And Victor Wimbanyama makes him look like a shooting guard. There was a picture of them standing next to each other during a free throw. Yeah. And it's just like, are you kidding? Like, that guy's seven feet tall. Are you kidding me? I mean, I hate to be that person, but the only thing that will ever get in Wimbanyama's way is health. Uh, for sure. That, if he stays yes. healthy, there's, yeah. nothing that can, there's nothing that can stop him. So I did think of um, our good friend Gundy last mm-hmm. night, Eric Gunderson. So I'm trying to find these tweets, or this, te- we've been texting a lot this season. So this is... This is how in on Wimby he is. Like, everybody's in on Wimby, right? Wimby's amazing. Gunderson took it a step further. He gambled. Okay, I'm going to name everything he gambled on this year. Got a lot of Wimby bets. And right now, I'm not going to lie, there is a little sliver of me that watched that game last night and went, he might hit on a lot of these. (laughs) He might have a shot at this. Spurs over 29 and a half, even money. Yep, that's it. Spurs 35 plus wins at plus 285. Spurs forty wins or more at plus seven fifty. I mean, you get the odds there. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Spurs to make the playoffs, plus nine hundred. Is that the top eight or the play in? Yeah, how do you count the that? Top ten. No, you have to get past the play in to be in the playoffs. Okay, so you okay. Win so the play in. The play in stats. Got to win a play in game. Play in stats don't register for playoff numbers right. or regular. So you got to be mm-hmm. in the eight team bracket. Yes. Okay. Uh, Wemby for defensive player of the year, fifteen to one. <laughs> Uh, Pop for coach of the year, 22 to 1. And Wemby for MVP, 90 to 1. He gambled on all of those. And last night I went, I'm so jealous of that. 
I mean, all I think about when I watch him play basketball is honestly like there should be this. This there should be like an opposite of a roller coaster in the NBA. We need a height restriction. Like this is just too much. Oh, he's cheating. We can't have this. This is unfair. He's seven <laughs> foot seven. Like just stop. He's Get him cheating. out of here. Get send him back to Europe. This is stupid. Nobody can compete with Look this. Look at okay? this. Look at him talking to his assistant coaches right here. Like his little assistant coach. Hey, Victor. <laughs> Be better. You got to shout it out into the atmosphere, man. His head's going to hit the roof of the building. We should look up. They're playing the Spurs pretty soon here. I think this is the trip they're playing them. I I, I got to go to this game. Let's see here. I think it's a weeknight, which is unfortunate, but I'm willing to be dead tired the next show. I mean, I'll coffee the hell up, but... They don't play Portland for a while. It said, okay, like. maybe I had that wrong. No, then. it's right after Christmas. They yeah. got back-to-backs uh, December 28th and 29th. Buddy, guess who is off work? <laughs> let's go this see, guy! Let's go see Victor the week after Dude, Christmas. let's go see Victor. Yeah. Are nope. you still working? I'm not opposed Me to that. Me and Dirt are off. Well. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing either, but the pilots are off. We're not doing the Schwab this year, so nope. I'm in. Let's go. Let's go see Victor. You'll get yep. drunk and watch Victor play yeah. basketball. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to do the media thing. I want to I wanna enjoy it. I want to be kind of high oh, yeah. and at the game and have a beer and watch <laughs> this dude just. Oh, it was fun being there. heckle the hell out of him. This is unfair. As a fan. Cheater. 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 <laughs> Cheater. I mean, there is an aspect of that, though, isn't I've it? I've got to no. think. Come on. I never saw. I didn't get to see Wilt play. That was before me, unfortunately. <laughs> right. I got to think this is how people felt Dude, about when Wilt came he's in. He's yeah. like eight inches taller than Kevin Durant. It's <laughs> like, unbelievable. Have you seen him? He's like had his his heels on the top of the um, arc at the free throw. So the jump circle around the free throw line. Yeah. Um, I've seen him. He'll have his heels like on that. Yeah. And he can still block somebody shooting a three pointer. <laughs> He's like blocked like four three point attempts. So Second youngest player in history with 35 and 10 in a game. You know who the other person was? Was Kevin Durant. <laughs> so like, what if I told you you got a a maybe more athletic taller more lanky version of kevin durant did you see the uh the spin reverse layup he had like he was on the left block yeah i and he spun took one step and threw (laughs) it on the other side of the rim he has not played a game that i have (laughs) not watched i've watched every i have league pass i'm Uh watching every victory well i watched I i watched chunks of these last two games against the spurs and i saw chunks of his opening game espn had his opening game yeah and i'm he really, Just, I mean, he really looks like swag. You'd be able to tell us this more than anybody else. He really looks like super mobile athletic Kareem. Does he not? Uh, he certainly got that vibe to him. <laughs> so you think he'd call up Kareem and learn how to, I'd love to hook? see him. The sky hook. You want to talk about the most indefensible shot? Oh, he's probably going to do it from the three-point line. He, he probably could. He's he really even from half court over his head. It's going to go in. We were that one would, ball away. Yeah, that one ball away. Would be so awesome if he started reinventing the sky hook. Look, I know Jordan won six, and I don't know how many this kid's going to win. <laughs> I feel like this is going to easily be the biggest heartbreak for us. Yeah, yeah. No, we're definitely not going to bring that up in 15 years when this guy's won five NBA championships in a row. They're going to win, like, five again, aren't they? They're they going to do it again. Pop's going to be 88. It's the he's freaking win his... Spurs. Of all the teams to get him, title. the freaking Spurs got him. <sighs> the fix was in, man. It definitely was. They... French kid. Yeah, really? Come Boris Dia. We're yeah. not buying it. Tony Parker. Oh, <laughs> you got the big international prospect again, huh? What a coincidence. He grew up a San Antonio Spurs fan. Victor, where do you want to go? All right, well, this is kind of depressing, but also really fun to watch. 
It is very entertaining, yeah. and when he's on national TV, it's it'll get my eyeballs the rest of the year. Let's get it going. Uh, Football Friday here. We start with a little bit of local news and a local taste. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this Friday. We're back with more on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you on this Football Friday. Boy, it's a nice weekend of college football NFL. We're kind of spoiled this weekend, huh? It's a really good weekend, man. I can't wait. It's a great Sunday. You don't always get that. There's been a handful of Sundays this year where I'm like, eh, eh, eh. And then you look at this one, and it's like, all right, let's go. Good good games all day starting at 6.30 all the way till Sunday night. I want to get to a local story I saw yesterday afternoon, but I want to ask both of you gents. Swigard, you seem more lively today. I, I, I had a text from a friend that said, you seemed depressed yesterday. <laughs> Said, watch on the live stream. Swag oh. seemed like he hated you guys for the entire show. And I said, well, I'll I, talk to him about that. I'm done with two days of having to go to the dentist. So they've done all the sandblasting and cleaning. Behind. The mouth feels better. Uh, yeah, it's a little raw in certain spots. Show you what that uh, mouth do. Hey, oh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> so I still have the Novocaine wore off on the right side. I had the right side worked on yesterday. The my left side of my tongue still is feeling numb. That's mm. awesome. So I'm I the <laughs> doctor. I'm like, what? What? Would you, you give me an extra dose? What are you doing? <laughs> Wish I could novocaine my knee when I go running. Yeah, I'd go run like twenty miles. So, yeah, back. I can't is that feel possible? <laughs> yeah, biofreeze kind of numbs things. Um, I want to ask you guys quick question, football question, non-local schools here. Uh, who is more likely to win this weekend? Who would you dirt? You like to put these up on Thursdays for Football Friday of what's the bet you would place if you could place the bet? Yeah, what upset or what's your favorite bet? 
Cowboys beating the Eagles in Philadelphia mm-hmm. or LSU beating Alabama in Alabama? I would have to go LSU. I just, I have such little faith in the Dallas Cowboys. Sometimes you look like you're not sure if you believe what you're saying. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this one through. Okay. Like, I just, I, I don't. To me, Dallas is one of the most fraudulent sports franchises that that has ever existed. And when they go on the road... They do have five championships. Yeah, it, half a century ago. Congratulations. Thanks for winning in the 70s when Swag was like 37 years they old. They got okay? three in the 90s. Yeah, get out of here. They that got more 30... in the 90s in the 70s. I'm 34 years old. That was 30 years ago, okay? Anybody under the age <laughs> of 30 has no recollection at all of the, the Dallas Rangers Cowboys winning winning anything. the World Series, the Cowboys are now the Dallas area pro franchise yes. that has the longest championship That's right. Because yes. the Stars and the Mavs have won one in the late the 90s. The Mavs now? won one, what, 15 years ago? <laughs> Yeah. And now the now now the Rangers. Uh, I just like I think when they go into these games, they are exposed, and you get to see what it's like when they play a good team. Dallas is great at beating up on bad teams. They do it all the time. They yeah. did it earlier this year, and everybody said, "Oh, here come the Cowboys! They beat Zach Wilson! Oh, oh, here we go!" And then they played the 49ers on the road, and it was forty-two to ten. They yeah. just smoked the Rams. I gambled on them last weekend. They crush bad teams. This is what the Cowboys do. And then they go into Philadelphia. Dak's going to throw three picks. He's going to look shaky. Philly's going to run the football, write it down, and the Eagles will win this game. I don't think LSU's going to beat Alabama, but if you ask me what's more likely, mm. Jaden Daniels going in there. He beat him last year. I could see it happening again this year. Swag, do you concur? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the big question for Dallas is, are they getting uh, Tyron Smith back? They're going to need their best offensive lineman to slow down the Eagles' pass rush. Uh, they did okay against the Rams well enough, but if they don't have their top offensive lineman, uh, the Eagles will figure out how to exploit that on the offensive line, and they'll be in Dak's business all day. You remember the story we shared a couple days ago of Ian Furness on the Apple Cup? Yes. Uh, I missed, I guess, the Twitter fodder of Oregon, Oregon State stuff, but Dashiell put in the or- uh, OregonLive.com, he put an article up yesterday saying he's talked with Barnes and people around the university that have not dismissed the idea of Ducks Beeves playing in 2024, that they're kind of talking about this right now. And even though there was some people, I guess, on Twitter saying this wasn't going to happen because we had the Big Ten schedule released yesterday. Well, Oregon's, whole, yeah, Oregon's whole schedule is out, and they're playing 13 games. Oh, well, they get the extra game because of Hawaii, but yeah. the stipulation would be you'd buy one of the opponents out. So you got Boise State, Texas Tech, Hawaii and Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine you'd keep Idaho because you you need a cupcake game. Hawaii might be that, and then you either it's down to Boise State or Tech, right? If you were to get out of that and put Oregon State in one of those places, it would have to be one of those two schools. But I thought encouraging nonetheless. Nick Dashiell reporting that the uh, Civil War might roll on in 2024, where it would be played. My stance on this is, again, Ben, I think if this game continues, it's going to be like an 80-20 thing where it's mostly Eugene. We don't have a Seattle Lumen Field thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he reported that they might still have the game next year. I don't really know how to feel about any of this stuff anymore. I feel like a lot of reporting is done to appease fans to a certain extent of like, no, 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 no. trust us, this will be okay. Like, this whole schedule is out. It's 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 you know, into November now. Mm-hmm. And the, if you would have bought out an opponent, like you've had months to figure this out. The conference collapsed in August before college football even began. 
So you've you've had months to try and work this through and to try and buy out an opponent. Oregon's not going to get rid of the Hawaii game next year because I think teams actually enjoy. Like somebody tweeted me yesterday, the reason Oregon's playing thirteen games is you get the bonus game you when you go to Hawaii. Game going to Hawaii and that's a great thing to bring boosters. Yeah, they're not getting well, no, rid they, of that. That's not the game. You Coaches get rid of. love it. They love having no. an extra game to prepare their guys. They, they love being able to go recruiting over there. In the exactly. Summer. So you're not getting rid of that game. So I guess maybe the Idaho game. I, I think it'd be Boise State or Boise State. But I, I don't you want Idaho? You need a cupcake game. Sure, I, don't I, mean, know. I don't want either of those games. Twelve team playoff next year. Do you really need? cupcakes i just i i have a hard time seeing this happening as of this point Mm. i just like their schedule's out i have a hard time then seeing them retracting that and saying oh just kidding fans who we sent this out for by the way they're they're actively trying to sell season tickets for next year yeah and that the idaho game and the boise state game are home games the reporting on the civil war is that if they were to play next year it's a non-starter if it's anywhere but corvallis because the game is technically their turn there it's it's supposed to be in corvallis next year so you're then taking away a home game oregon has eight home games on their schedule next year and you're asking them to buy out an opponent and then add a game that's going to be more difficult than the game that's on their schedule not to mention the fact losing a home game and adding a road game i just i don't know i i would love to see the game continue i've been a proponent of that forever i understand why beaver fans are emotional about it but i don't really think it's your call and it's definitely in your best interest to keep playing the game, especially when it's in Corvallis, because it's going to be a part of whatever TV network deal you get with the conference that you're playing in. But with the schedule already out and season tickets going to start rolling out, like I just, I don't know, I, I have a hard time seeing that happening in that short of time. Which one of these four home games do you think is most enticing to Oregon? Because we got the schedule and we got mm-hmm. the dates now. So we at right. least know where they're playing, when they're playing. The Big Ten schedule for Oregon. I'm going to throw these four road games out. So if you're a Duck fan, you're saving your money up, you're like, I'm going to go on one road game next year. Mm. What road game are you going to? At UCLA, at Purdue, at Michigan, or at Wisconsin? You didn't include Hawaii in that. You don't want to go to Hawaii in August? <laughs> I, I said Big Ten. I know, but still. Hey, I've been to Hawaii in August. It's pretty it's, hot. It's, it's warm. It's, it's pretty hot. It's a delightful yeah. trip, though. It's Hawaii. I had a great, I had a great <laughs> trip. I wouldn't go to Oahu. I wouldn't want to go back. I'd want to go to a different island. Yeah. But Slightly uh, different weathers between some of those well, trips, Wisconsin see. and Ann Arbor in November and uh, you know Hawaii in August. What are you doing, Duck fan? <laughs> I think I think Michigan has to be the game. I know you've already played there, but Michigan has to be the game. Why did you say that like that? <laughs> duck boy. Like you were going to fight him. Like, what are you doing, duck know. fan? As a non-duck fan, if I was going to take <laughs> did in. You, did you pick up I on that? I picked up on that. I picked up. I'm taking the high road here. I could make a joke about your schedule next year, but I'm taking the high road here. Puget Sound sick as, as uh, No, or? just, the, you know, what road game are you going to go to next year? Washington State. That's a home game. You played him in well, Pullman. It's, it's, the be- it's the best of nine. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> A home and home and home and home and home. It's like the nineteen fourteen World Series. They, they, Best to nine. The first one to five wins the pack too. They're gonna end up with such a bad schedule. I'm like, oh, yeah. San Diego State's back. <laughs> yeah, I would think. Boy, Wisconsin in the middle of November might be kind of fun at Camp Randall. I th- I think that I'd see a Purdue or Wisconsin for me. I know Michigan. I get it. I you went there. You Harbaugh's gonna ass. leave. They played at Purdue too. They played at Purdue in two thousand six seven Boy, they had a home and home with purdue don't remember that game at all I, you go to the rose bowl i threw the rose bowl at you i yeah see that's a trip you've already done though like that's been a regular trip for you i, I mean sometimes the best vacations are the vacations you keep yeah. taking i think i think the idea is you get to see new stadiums and experiences that like the michigan game was a long time i was a freshman in college when they played at michigan so it's been a long time. And Oregon, I believe, has been to Camp Randall. I can't remember what year it was, but I feel like they played at Wisconsin one mm-hmm. year. 
a long, long time ago. Okay. But I, I still think because of where the programs are at, like who know, if Michigan ends up getting hammered here and Harbaugh's gone and they're under sanctions and all that and Michigan turns out to suck next year, I'll change my answer. No, 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 no. But until that happens, like, dude, that has a chance to be a top five game. Like, imagine Oregon playing. I think this is the weekend that it would happen. Isn't the game the first weekend of November? November second. November. Yeah. This is the weekend. Imagine if you had now. Oregon and Michigan playing this weekend in Ann Arbor. How big of a game that would be? But see, in my game, we are trying to project, and I'm going under the stipulations. As I clear my throat. Uh, I'm going in the belief that he is gone, and that yeah. program is definitely going to get sanctioned for a year at least. Could be. You're giving a lot of credit to the NCAA there. Uh, yeah, I probably am. North Carolina. I think I think the too. Big Ten's going to be academic program. forced to do something by the other coaches. I think they yeah. are Bill going Self, hard. No on punishment. Old Tony <laughs> waiting on line three. There, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> they don't do anything. I, I just I don't know, man. Camp Randall's awesome. You want to go jump around? I want to jump around in the snow. Mm. Purdue just doesn't seem very interesting, does it? I'd be down for a Purdue trip, just not like that's not bucket list year one. Like, no. that's in, like, year five. I've seen Penn State, been back to Columbus. I've done the Ann Arbor thing. What, like, what is your, what's your top two when the, when the Ducks are officially a Big Ten team? Penn State's number one. Whiteout game at Penn State's number one. I, we cannot allow him to go. <laughs> Swag, I'm not kidding. You need to write an email now. You cannot allow him to go to Penn State. Why not? What happened when you went to a Panthers game and got heckled well, by a Florida State fan. What sh- happened? Shouldn't have been chirping. That's not on me. Don't be chirping. How'd that Drunk game turn Dirt out? came out and said <laughs> a lot of things. Can you imagine what Drunk Dirt says at a Penn State-Oregon game if his ducks are down 20? People don't forget. By, you think by the time they go to Penn State, when how many years that um, he'll he'll tone it down a little bit, being a dad and setting no, the No, I think it's going to get no. worse. He'll be more stressed. <laughs> well, that's the only que- That's the follow-up question. Is my son with me? If he's with me, then I'll tone it down. If he's not with me, there's no tone down happening. Penn State's number one on my list. And then it's probably... Probably Michigan number two. Oregon just played in Columbus a couple of years ago. I obviously wasn't at the game. Not Rutgers, huh? Not not quite Rutgers. Not quite Maryland. I'm going to put those near the bottom of the list. Or Champaign, Illinois. That's down the bottom of the list. The could other be fun Clemson one, soon. It could, could be Clemson. The other fun one for me is the the family ties in Nebraska. Like having Nebraska games on a somewhat regular basis is going to be really cool. I was wearing a Nebraska t-shirt with dirt. We went back to the tailgate and then walked back for the kickoff. I was wearing a Nebraska shirt. Dirt was wearing his Oregon gear. We were minding our own business, and random tailgaters started heckling both of us. Yeah. Both. <laughs> and I just was like, I'm wearing red. Hey. What, what do you want? Go Big Red. Dirt took a lot of crap at that game. His family's diehard. Yeah, that was a tough one. Helfrich kept going for two. The scars have not healed from that game yet. Oh, come on. That was a tough one. I wanted to be braggadocious to family, and I could not be braggadocious to family. Uh, let's dive into the college football schedule a little bit here. We got some NFL to dive into as well. Loaded weekend in football, man. College and the pros. So let's get to it next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sitting watching highlights of Wimby still. Got Wimby Envy. Suffering from it. It's chronic. It's going to be there for a long time, my friend. Long yeah. time. It's like gout. Just never goes away. It doesn't never, go away. It is an STD. Yeah. It's herpes. We have Wemby herpes. Wemby envy. Where, where do those show up at? That ass ain't going away, man. Where, where do they show up at? <laughs> Not leaving you. <laughs> you got warts all over. That's too bad. Uh, you know, from time to time, we get weekends that line up in college in the NFL, and we say, hey, man, there's a lot of good games on both levels. What will end up being more disappointing, or what will live up more to the hype for the games this weekend, college or the NFL? I'm going to go college. Mm. I think we've reached that point in the season where crazy things are going to start happening, and it began a little bit last week with the Oklahoma loss. You had two weeks ago where you had some other near misses, Oklahoma being one of them. And I just think we're going into a weekend where Texas is a top-10 team. They have to play a Kansas State team who's playing really good football right now with a backup quarterback. I I. I'm kind of all over Kansas State this weekend. Dude, they're playing. I mean, that line tells you all you need to know. They're in Austin, and it's a three-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah. Like, that's basically a home field advantage. It's a confident flip. group, Dirt, that won the conference championship last year. Dude, it totally is. I don't buy much into the Missouri-Georgia game, but if you want to, you have that game to lean on. We have Bedlam for the last time ever going on in Stillwater. Could you imagine what the atmosphere is going to be like at Oklahoma State for that game? By the way, Oklahoma State also still alive for the Big 12 title race. You have five teams right now, I believe, in the Big 12 that only have one conference loss. Kansas State, Texas, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State all only one conference loss. I don't know how much people put stock into the USC-Washington thing, but that's a fascinating game to keep an eye on. Like, I think there's chances for some chaos this weekend in college football. And, this, and the, the reality is, and I will always argue this, it just means more this time of year in that sport. It just does. Like, if Dallas makes me look like an idiot and we play that clip from two segments ago in the Open on Monday because they win in Philly, it's like, all right. Does it? Re- I mean, does it really mean that much? No, you're still... Are we still buying Dallas to go to the Super Bowl? Like, yeah. no, not really. But these games are like... El- these are elimination games in college well, football. Well, yeah, there's desperation for certain teams in college football to know if they want to have still things to play for, they can't. They can't stumble anymore. You're mm-hmm. only halfway through the NFL season. There's so much more. Well, you're allowed leeway, too. Like, well, yeah. You know, fans in the NFL, they'll live and die with a loss. But, like, ultimately, you look at it, you say, oh, I can lose five, yeah. six games and be totally fine. We can lose <laughs> right. seven games and make Ten a wild card. Ten and seven yeah. can get you you're a wild right. card <laughs> spot. I think nine and eight can get you a wild card spot, depending on how the season goes. So, but, yeah, but, I mean, you could get. There's all sorts of chances for wild craziness on college football this I, weekend. I, I'm hoping this happens because I love chaos. 
But I'm going through the list of the, just the top 25 teams. Mm-hmm. I think Arizona could beat UCLA. That wouldn't shock anybody. No. no. LSU beat Bama last year, yeah. and I think they've got the better quarterback this year. Uh, Washington could absolutely beat USC. We can all see a scenario, though, where this is 55-53, to 53, yep. <laughs> and USC pulls an upset. Yeah, last one with the ball wins. Uh, I think Kansas is – I think Purdue is going to get absolutely annihilated. I think Michigan's going to try to win the game 88 to nothing. <laughs> I, ba- I think that's the goal. <laughs> Those poor bastards. I don't look past Iowa State potentially upsetting Kansas here. Like, I, I, you just keep going through. Oklahoma State, as you mentioned, in Bedlam. Mm-hmm. Missouri-Georgia, we'll wait and see on that one. Um, Notre Dame, Clemson, in Clemson. Clemson's desperate. Wounded dog mentality. A&M is only a three-point dog yeah. at Ole Miss. Ole Miss so, is not that good. <laughs> circle that one. I think Kansas State's going to beat Texas. And I'm going to give you one more. Sneaky close, somewhat surprising. Rutgers hangs with Ohio State. Ooh, is so, it at, is it in uh It's in Jersey. In Jersey. It's Scataway. Scataway, New Jersey. <laughs> it's in Jersey. I mean, they hung with Michigan in Ann Arbor. That was like a 14-7 or 10-7 game in the first half before Michigan blew them out. And I know you're not there. Swag may not be there, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry. I'm a wounded animal today. Watch those buffaloes, baby. Watch those buffaloes. Yeah, I'm not worried about that one. That's, that's okay. You I'm not worried about be. that one. I, it's okay. I think you guys will be okay. Yeah, we'll see. I do hope that we How get... How healthy is Shadur Sanders? He can't be that healthy. He's not practicing all week. Uh, he's playing. Dion had to have a sit-down with his, an off- with his offensive line this week, two of whom he doesn't even know their names based on <laughs> press conferences throughout the course of the year, and apologize for the comments <laughs> that he made after the game. He does a thing in the beginning of a press conference where there's kids that are highlighted for accolades and they're recognized, basically. And he's going through the list, and the second kid, he goes... And I, I forget the kid's first name, but he basically is like, and uh, Steve, um, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> just turned to his guy. I was like, I don't know how to say his last name. And he tells him, he says it. He's like, that's a good last name. Yeah, he had a line earlier this year about a center that was returning to action after being injured, who was actually a local Colorado kid. He was a, from Colorado, one of the few holdovers from last year's team, and he had no clue what his name was. He was a starting center. Are you seeing highlights of Dion Pressers, or are you watching them? I'm actually watching them. <laughs> You're you're having interesting takeaways. I'm watching him and I'm like, he's making me like him more. Is he? He's just fun. He doesn't take he answers every question sure. respectfully. He's an entertainer. With a smile. Sure, he's an entertainer for sure. Yeah. I genuinely don't think he knows half of his team's name though. Oh, well, I mean Which is a pretty big deal That's in coaching. Point. Do you think he calls him by numbers or he's got a nickname for Dogs him? and Leaders. Hey dog! <laughs> yeah. Hey leader. He was asking, like, he had no clue there was a video in their last because they do their little YouTube things every week, and I was watching the last one. I was just curious because I watch him every now and then. And he was talking to the, the Hispanic kicker that they have. Yeah. He's, like, had to do his dance and stuff. He had no clue where he was from. He had no clue his background. He's like, so what country are you from? Like, dude, I, we're in week nine of the college football season. You don't know half their names and where people are from. Yeah, but, I, dude, I've seen a lot of Jonathan Pressers, and he has moments where I'm not sure how many names— how can you memorize all of those names? Because you're the football coach. I think they should. I think you should know the names of the players on your team. Aren't there like they 85 don't know players on a roster? 85 scholarship. Most Dude, of those big programs of people, have 100 man. players. I'm sorry he didn't remember the last name of a kicker or something. Sure. Like, that's a Starting lot of Starting offensive lineman, a little different. It's easier for I think Dan Jonathan, Landing to have a Cam Lewis. I think, I think Jonathan Smith knows the name of his offensive lineman. I think he knows their names. I think he does. I think, too. I think Dan Landing knows who Jackson Powers Johnson is. Yes. And, you know, Josh Connerly, I think he knows that name. Well, Dion doesn't call him by their names. He calls him Louie. <laughs> They're all Louie. 
and See, he just rolls around with them. You're you're 100% spot on when coaches are talking about other players. Like that that's when you hear that of like, dude, number 57 is a stud line. You get a lot of that. They don't know the players on other teams, but on your own team you should probably know it. Uh I want a little more on college football and a little sneak ahead to some NFL. We'll get to Oregon State's road game at Colorado. Uh, Washington, we're going to talk with Chris Fetters of Dogman.com. What the hell has happened to the Huskies? Is it just simply Penix has been sick for two weeks and he's feeling better? Or is there something alarming that's being shown by somebody covering the team? Uh, Big game down in L.A. for them. Uh, Heisman moments, are they real? I'm going to challenge Dirt on that. Are Heisman moments a real thing for a player? So we'll talk a little bit about that. Dirt and Sprague back with more on 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Check in with the confidence meter. Oregon State at Colorado this weekend. We haven't talked much Oregon Cal. I don't, you know, I... It's, I got thoughts, man. I'm not taking anybody lightly. Might be the last time you guys play Cal for a while. Yeah, th- I'm not going to, you know. That's, that's one of those in the loss of the Pac-12 that I'm like, ah, I don't really care. Not sentimental about any trips about to Cal. Strawberry I got Canyon. Nothing, I got nothing with Cal. Oregon nothing. Cal's had some good Random I'm not saying tilts. they haven't had good games. Yeah. yeah, they've beaten us from time to time. We, you know, I, they're not exciting to talk about. There's nothing about the Cal ghost that gets of me excited. Cameron Colvin has been put to Cal rest. Cal and Stanford could go to. Could be, they, we could eradicate their football programs for all I care. Well, you should definitely be happy Stanford's gone. Dude, they don't have fans. Nobody cares. Nobody yeah. covers them in the Bay Area. Like the the notion that they're Power Five programs is almost mm. insulting to a certain extent. Yeah, I can understand that. Like Oregon State and Washington State. There's sentimental value there. Those are tough places to go play. The the fans are involved, like good atmospheres. That does not exist in in the Bay Area with college football. Have you seen these videos that have come out, the latest Michigan stuff? I have. I'm I'm kind of it's just amazing every minute there's a new video from a game in the last 3 years, which is why the whole notion of we got to let this thing run its course, let's do the investigate. Like what are we investigating? They did. We know that they did it. We know that they blatantly cheated. Yeah, they but, bought the tickets. Yeah. They filmed the sidelines. Like yeah. we have the evidence. What are we waiting well, for? Well, Stallions is not there. <laughs> sure. And the other thing is, we don't have a link. Like, uh, what, what do they call it? The smoking gun. You don't have a link directly tied to Harbaugh. See, and I don't think you. I don't think you need one. I think either way, it's a. You could suspend him and make the argument for firing him because either he knew about it and he was okay with blatantly cheating. Oh, he knew about or it, or he didn't know about it. And how do you not know about something at that level in your program? Yeah, and that's like, if stop. he's a actual staff member, Michigan <laughs> yeah. operation staff for coaching, whatever the hell he is, ultimately mm. the head coach is responsible for all of the official actions of them. I was, I was playing. I play a. Um, a match game with my youngest. Uh, it's you know it's good for brain movement and activity where you like have the cards down. There's like uh, thirty cards. Sure. And you flip them over and you try to get pairs. Right. She's pretty good at it. And the other day we were playing and she flipped two after she had already flipped one. Mm. And I I I mm. saw it 
but I acted like I didn't see it. A little bit of a sneak at a second card she wanted there. Well, no, she she had flipped one, and then she went down a few rows, and she just kind of grabbed two and flipped them, and out of the corner of my eye, I, I um. felt and heard her go, oh, and she flipped both back and then flipped the one because it was a match. Sure, that was the match. And I didn't say anything, and she stopped, and she went, I can't do this. And I said, what happened? And she went, I kind of already saw it. And I said, oh, well, so what should we do? And she goes, we'll take him out of the game. And I said, thank you. And I gave her a handshake. I shook her hand. I said, that's good. We don't cheat. We try. We don't need to cheat. Sure. She has more morals than I did as a kid. Well, I cheated like crazy at every game I played. Did you really? Hell yeah, I did. Playing Monopoly. I was sneaking hundreds left and right. I guess my thing is, because Belichick is a known cheat. Yes. Harbaugh coached his ass off at San Diego, Stanford, 49ers, and here he is at Michigan feeling so desperate that he has to implement a Connor Stallions, uh, you know, secrecy espionage plan. <laughs> Manifesto. I just don't understand it. I ju- What I don't understand is why you're a good football coach. Line your guys up, study the opponent, and play. You want to find little loopholes the way other coaches do. Yeah, you steal some signs here or there. Okay. Having a porn star dress up undercover with sunglasses recording, I just don't understand. What what do you get out of cheating? Do you really feel good when you win and you cheat? No. It's like being on a golf course. What'd you get there? I got a par. Everybody knows you got a bogey, Dave. <laughs> Everybody knows you got a bogey. Shots fired, Dave. But like, does you you feel crappy yeah. when you cheat? It I doesn't just, feel the same. I I don't know. I don't make millions. I don't have that same pressure. So it's easy for me to sit here and say I just don't understand why such a good coach, why great coaches cheat. Just play the game. Have some damn integrity. Yeah. I think in this case, it was a, I'm going to lose my job. This is my alma mater. Things have not gone well. Like, it's, dude, we don't have to go back that far to see a really toxic relationship between school, fan base, and head coach. They like, cut his pay in half because he was After so the bad. COVID year, he had to restructure his contract just to keep his job. Yeah. That's how bad it was. They had not beaten Ohio, like, he couldn't beat Ohio State. They were blown out usually every time that they played him. They were terrible in the COVID year. I remember watching a game the COVID year where they were in Rutgers and luckier in hell to win. And this is like bad down Rutgers football. And you're like, oh my God, this is what's happened to Michigan. How did how did we get here? I was reading an article the other day about this, and it was pointing out in the last three years that Michigan has now turned things around. When you look, there's not anything else that's really changed. Like, when you go and look at where they were recruiting before this to where they're recruiting now, there's not a big difference. It's not like they, you know, maybe the transfer portal is the one benefit. You say, okay, you brought a kid here or there in. But it's not like overnight you just, like Texas A&M, we had this a couple of years ago where they had the greatest recruiting class of all time because they paid for it, which, hey, you can do it, so whatever. I'm not going to knock you for it. Like, that one would make sense, right? Like, hey, we had this huge influx of talent, therefore we went from being bad to now we are good. That has clearly not been the case at A&M. But at least there would be something that you could point to. And this article about Michigan was like, there's n- there's none of that. Yeah. There's nothing there that all of a sudden overnight, it's like, dude, the first year they made the playoff, Cade McNamara was still their quarterback. And they all of a sudden turned into one of the most dominant teams in college football. Overnight. Yeah. And there's only one thing that changed, and it's this sign-stealing allegation. And it just it blows your mind when you think about it that way. Well, and, and I, I hum, humans are hypocritical all over the place every day, and I understand that. But, like, 
You're talking, you're also talking about a coach that rests his laurels on Bible belief and like being good people and drink your milk. Like he just his persona and his approach and his viewpoints of life are this structured, moral, hardworking man. And here he is cheating, like blatantly cheating in a way that we have not seen before. So no. I just don't get it. And if you maybe you lost your fastball, maybe you realize just Ohio State's kicking my ass because I don't know what's happening. There's nothing I can do about it. Some coaches get left. I think Dabo is suffering from this, getting left behind a little bit by the evolution of the game because he's not willing to dabble in the portal mm -hmm. and upgrade offense and all this stuff. Maybe that's what it was. And as you mentioned, the pressure of the university, the alma mater to win and win at a high level. But it's just amazing to me that some of the greatest coaches in the sport are just massive cheaters. That's wild. Belichick, he's the goat to everybody because he's got six rings. Absolutely cheated his ass off to beat that Rams team in 01. Yes, he did. And in the moment, I loved it because I hated the Rams. I was a Niner fan and... You know, 9-11 and 9-01, you know, so it's like, oh, the Patriots, let's have them win. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely cheated his ass off to be able to beat that team. That was the greatest show on turf. And here you got Harbaugh sending some low-level staffer making 50 Gs a year to go infiltrate a sideline and videotape with sunglasses. It just, the whole thing reeks, and it's disgusting to me because I love competition. I love it. I, I will compete all the time at my house randomly I do you know events where I can compete I love competing it's just fun but I'm not out at hood to coast sidearming <laughs> a girl off the road because I want to have a better finish time than her jumping in the car for half of your leg yeah, to speed it up it, a little bit it's just unbelievable <laughs> I had a girl pass me this year she was flying she must have been running at a 630 pace uh -huh. you know what I did great job <laughs> keep going fastest get alive <laughs> fastest woman ever and, like, I wasn't mad, bitter, like, you no. know, I, no, no, these aren't the same things, Sprague. I understand it. I just, I, when did we stop just, I want to compete, and if I lose, I lose, but if I win, it feels awesome. Yeah. Beating Ohio State, getting to the playoff, I don't care what he says publicly. There's got to be a part of that brain that goes, eh, this feels kind of gross. It's like the difference between a rich kid who earned their money and a rich kid who inherited their money from their parents. Like, that would be cool. I understand being rich is always great and money can solve problems despite belief, but it wouldn't feel the same if you just inherited all of it. Unless you became an absolute <laughs> narcissist, which we have a lot of evidence well, that happens. money will do that to you, right? And when you inherit a lot of money, it'll do that to you. But I think there's a, I think there's an analogy there. I do believe that something's going to happen here. Michigan's not going to get banned. They're not going to get kicked out. Not uh, in season. Though. I think Jim Harbaugh's going to get suspended. I think the Big For Ten— how long? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the rest of the year. I genuinely would. Wow. That I think, would be massive. I think these other coaches in 80s, we finally had a coach. I can't remember who it was, but one of the coaches finally went on the record with it and was like, The Purdue coach. Was, oh, that's who it was. That's Thank who you. they play. And he was like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like, we know that they've cheated. They blatantly cheated. We have the evidence that they cheated. We have tickets with the videos. Like, they filmed these dudes in the stands filming them. They have the smoking gun. It's there. We all know that they did it. And to allow them to just skate and like, ah, well, let's let the NCAA figure this out. Like, stop it. This doesn't need to be due process. The NCAA takes a decade to act on some of this stuff. And I think this is the easy way out for Petiti. He does not want to take Michigan out of contention for the playoff because they don't want to lose that payout. And Michigan might be the best team in the Big Ten. 
So this is the easy solution of they've already played four games without him this year anyway, so what the hell? Suspend him for the rest of the season. Uh, final thing, and then we'll go to the second hour. What did you make of Joe Klatt's tweet yesterday? Basically throwing crap at the I coaches, it, the stop reporting, it. and said this is ridiculous, yeah. let it play out. It, it was very interesting defense of Michigan, is Twitter account I, I don't get it. I, Tim Brando had a similar thing on social media yesterday, too. I like I understand in most legal cases the argument is innocent till guilty let's let this thing play out like you you have to be blind or willfully ignorant to not acknowledge that Michigan has blatantly cheated for a number of years now three years three years now all the evidence is out there we have everything that we need this dude's on the sidelines at Central Michigan with sunglasses that filmed the Michigan State sideline by the way still waiting for Central Michigan to acknowledge who that coach was still haven't heard anything on that that's just been lingering in the air all week they blatantly cheated and and I I don't understand defending it our number two beeves on the road can they uh, get a win on the road or is it going to be Arizona all over again our two dirt and Sprague on the fan Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.